Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Soul Care with me, Angie Fado. This is my interview with my dear friend, Jeffrey James Neal. He is a jack of all trades, has his hands, his fingers in a lot of pies. You'll notice in this interview the rapport that he and I have with each other that it might be a little bit different than maybe my other interviews just because we've known each other for over 21 years and we worked together for almost nine pastoring the Bridge Christian Church and you can tell by the interview that we're really relaxed with each other we're chosen family and we love each other and it shows in this interview so I hope you enjoy and thank you for listening. Welcome to another episode of Soul Care with me, Angie Fatal. And I am here, well, not here in physical, but um, I'm here in the mental, I guess, with my friend, Jeffrey James Neal. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) I'm here in the mental as well. Are you... um, where are you residing? Are you in the bathtub? No, I'm not in the bathtub. I'm actually in my daughter's room, which is like, it's not really clean, but it's it's totally filled with stuffed animals. So it's like, it's, it's, I have seen it. It's a very colorful area. <laughs> if she if she doesn't mind, um, get her permission, but ask her have somebody take a picture of you. Be you know, right when we're done. <laughs> lounging on her bed i will i will i I, there she has a huge rabbit bunny named pickles that is (laughs) almost the size of me and so i'll I'll definitely take a picture with pickles yeah that's a good idea (laughs) so jeff and i go way way back um jeff was i think you were a part of the bridge before todd and i even started yeah well there, there's some, you know, controversy. I may be the first member. Uh, Paul Seep says he's the first member, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, well, we, you guys can arm wrestle for it. <laughs> so Jeff, you know, that Jeff and I were, you know, part of the bridge. Todd and I came a little bit. Well, the bridge hadn't even gotten a building yet, but Todd and I came a little bit later to those backyard meetings. Yes. And then Jeff became one of the pastors of the bridge. And then I became one of the pastors of the bridge. And then Jeff and I pastored together for how long, Jeff? Well, eight years? Yeah, from circa, well, I was a pastor from circa 2005 to 2015, right? That was the the, the good years. (laughs) And so, how long? so you were 10 years yeah. I was a little over yeah. eight um they really needed me to earn it <laughs> yeah <laughs> prove yourself well you know you had like a year on and then and then Deborah was out right 
Yeah. Well, I also had a year because for the listeners that don't know, the way we ordained at the bridge was you had to have been doing the work, you know, without without any necessarily without any. And uh, if that got noticed, then, you know, you would be asked if you wanted to pastor. It didn't happen all that often. You had to be noticed. Yes, I actually asked. Um, (laughs) I took Ken out to coffee and asked. And then um, they, I had to wait a long time. And then you do like a year of, we did a year of training. So... So by date, I probably took a year and a half. Yes. <laughs> anyway. Yes. There was there were so many hoops to jump so through many hoops. those days. So Jeff and I go way back. We um we have known each other for a long time. We are chosen family for each other. We've been through a lot together. Um we learned how to lovingly hold each other accountable in that role and preserved relationship, which I think is really difficult. And um, Jeff has done a ton of things. One of the things that I, when I think about you, Jeff, if I was to say who I think, uh, this isn't the only thing I think, but one of the things businessy wise is when you set your mind to learn something you go for it like gangbusters. I don't know if we're allowed to say that anymore, but I still think it's okay. So <laughs> now I'm like, does that word mean something that I Yeah, don't I, I, I never really even thought about that yet, but yeah. you're right. It's, you know, like you, you decide you're going to do web design and you teach yourself how to do it. And, you know, so when I think about you, that's what I think about is if you're passionate about something or maybe not even passionate, you're just like, I don't want to do the job I'm doing right now. What else could I learn? You're not afraid to learn new things. Well, thank you. Oh, I, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, well, I'm definitely always learning new stuff. I'm sure everybody yeah. is, especially right yeah. now. Well, I think also, there, you know, there are people that are resistant to learning that is, that is not how I see it. Yes. My Aunt Polly is very resi- resistant to learning. Hopefully she doesn't <laughs> listen to this. <laughs> right. So she, you know, she'll tell you. She's like, I'm too old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to learn new stuff. No, you're never too old to learn new stuff. Well, I told so, her that, but she's like, I'm not going to learn how to so I'm not going to learn from you either. <laughs> <laughs> so Jeff is, Jeff and I co-pastored together. Jeff did web web design for a company called car knowledge for a long time not just web design but lots of other things through that company that has just ended he started his own um comedy teaching i I, it's called farm to table and basically teaching you how to do stand-up and then those people would do stand-up it was amazing still is going um, so if you're interested in learning stand-up, reach out to Jeff um, after you listen to this. And he can yeah. He's written a book about stand-up that you can find <laughs> on Amazon. And 
He is the husband of Crystal and the father of Betty Lou. And he's been a bunny wrangler and a, <laughs> a, a chicken farmer. <laughs> and maybe maybe chicken farmer isn't a good way to describe you. I was thinking more like trying to save chickens from rat raccoon person. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, I, I you know also I, I um, Crystal to- caught uh, would catch me holding a chicken in my office petting it so she would call me the chicken whisperer (laughs) how come there's no pictures of that i think actually she did take a couple so maybe we'll we'll post those too yeah okay so jeff how would you how would you describe yourself um okay and what do you do like what i mean by that is what are all of the things you do i know you're in a life shift right now with car knowledge mm-hmm. closing yep you know but you do a lot of things i'm interested in not only the things you do professionally but the things that typically our culture does not acknowledge like parenting and you know teaching cuz now you're also helping teach your daughter mm-hmm. oh and what are your do you have specific pronouns that you go by Yes, I go, I go by he and him. And uh, like right now, uh, I, I'm, I'm putting myself on, on LinkedIn as a, uh, as a leadership uh, development expert. Um, I, as you mentioned, I, I have uh, just been uh, laid off due to COVID uh, at my company, which uh, that you know, obviously creates a big shift, but, um, but at the same time, what is happening? I mean, I, I, I really, um, I don't know what's happening right now, but, um, but the, the thing that I'm probably known for from, you know, your audience is again, our, 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 uh, our co-pastoring in crime together. Um, and at the bridge, pastor's gone wild. Yes, pastor, pastor's gone wild. Woo! (laughs) And uh, and then also, uh, your audience may know me from uh from the the comedy phenomena in Portland, known as Farm to Table comedy. Um, and that actually that was birthed right at the end of the bridge because we were doing it to to save the bridge at the day uh, we were trying to make rent and yeah um, oh i forgot about that and that was really it was really a, a cool it was like a new community out of a community but what was cool about that was uh we were working with ren uh who was our uh landlord uh at uh lotus seed um the the yoga facility and and she was like, is there stuff that you could do? And we're like, well, we could teach journaling. We can maybe put on a show, you know, and, and then I had had a, um, a kind of a little bit of a dream <clears throat> that happened to me, you know, two years previous, where I was like, you know, I could teach comedy and we could do a show. And, and they, and, and what was interesting was Ren was like, do that. <laughs> And, oh, didn't we, Jeff? Didn't we meet with her like at a pub yes. and we were brainstorming? I totally forgot about yes. that. Yes, yeah, we 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 uh, at the at the. Oh, I 
forget what it was. But Lombok. Yeah, it's the, not going anymore. Fifth quadrant. <laughs> yes, fifth quadrant. And and yeah, we were we were just like we could do this, we could do that, we could do. You know, we were just brainstorming, throwing you know everything at the wall. <laughs> and she and that was what really interesting because she was like, do that. She's like, oh, okay, we're going to do it. You know, I mean, now that we have yeah. a venue, it's like, I guess we're going to do it. You know, and and so that was that was really cool because I, I we had like four people um that were that were just you know friends and and people that were able were were gamers they were willing mm-hmm. to do it and and so and i had never taught stand up before but i knew what i had to do to do it for myself and so i was like yeah you know, you've done stand up right yeah and and so they and and so we put it together and and actually we we didn't save the bridge <laughs> because no, we it. did not um but but that said it uh it just uh, it was one thing that that lived through that and pe- yeah. people were still willing to to be a part of it you know even afterwards which was really fun but yeah, yeah that that's and then so now really um i you know i've had a really interesting last five years actually after the bridge um you know i went back i mean i've i've been working with car knowledge for for 20 years um but we did a a pivot around that the time of the bridge where i ended up working with uh this cognitive learning neuroscientist Mm -hmm. named kiran omani a doctor well you and i both know i have a I have a little crush on Kieran. <laughs> he's really, you know, he's, he, I think, you know, he's world known for his adorableness. And, yeah. um, and what, and so I've been I, working with him, you know, just, I mean, first of all, it's, it's a real honor to be able to, to learn from him because he, he knows so much. Um, he, yeah. he personally had a really, um, yeah, he's from Ireland. He was a um, middle school teacher. And, you know, there was a lot of like A's and F's going on in his, his school. And, um, and one of his kids on, on their birthday ended up committing suicide. And it ended up really impacting him asking, you know, why, why, how could school and the, and the, you know, the A's and F's that are going on here, how can that, you know, create that sort of disparity in, in mm-hmm. somebody to, to take their own life? And, and so that became his life work. And he ended up going to the University of Washington, studying uh, cognitive learning neuroscience and ended up um, really coming to some major conclusions. And so what was great for me was because I was just like alongside him. I, you know, he was, <laughs> when he came on, I mean, we, we had him on staff and when he came on staff, I was already doing like learning. I was do, uh, doing training for, mm. for Nike. And what's interesting about that was all of the learn, all of the instructional design that I was leveraging was actually through the bridge. Like that, oh, yeah. that, that was where I learned a lot of it came through Christine Wood, who uh, yeah. was uh, something about like, I think 2009, um, Deborah Lloyd ended up bringing a Bakke Institute um, a PhD to the bridge where we learned transformational leadership 
and and then she she like uncovered some shadow work for us <laughs> which mm-hmm. like blew our lives apart we're like yeah. ah shadows and, <laughs> and 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 so christine actually was kind enough to come back because she's like oh my god i just unearthed something here i need yeah. to give them some tools to handle all of their shadows yeah and and yeah. so then that's where uh that uh, the the intensive journaling came from that now you teach, which is yeah, which I, is so like healing and helpful and just allowed me yeah. to kind of really process a lot of stuff. But anyway, so oh, I will be I'll be indebted to Christine for the rest of my oh. life. That I use that. I mean, I teach it. I use it for archery, and just just on this break, I've used it to have a conversation with my business Mm. and my business was like, Hey, um, (laughs) stop, stop creating work for us. And then I also did a podcast trying to teach people it through the pot. I mean, I, and then I got something while I was teaching it through the podcast. It's just that tool has just, I think it saved my life. Me too. Me too. Cause it really, it really unearthed, um yeah i don't i don't know if i had the ability to kind of speak to talk to figure out or or even address you know the hidden stuff that i that you know i didn't even know i had you know so it really allowed me to do that where you know you're able to go oh you know i'm talking to my body right now and that's that's not cool to do (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, then opened up so many doors. Yeah, so so I uh, I'm really indebted to Christine as well. I actually reached out to her recently and just said, "Hey, I want to just let you know how amazing that you've been in my life as a as a person." And and uh, and so it's it's really you know because I, I was like you know at this time. I want to hear from Christine, <laughs> you know, I want to know yeah. what's going on with her and what she's doing, you know, but I haven't heard back yet, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it's that stuff that I totally leveraged for, uh, with the work that I was doing with Nike and, um, and it was, and so at the time on kind of look over my shoulder on what I was doing and, uh, I'm like, so what do you think, you know? And he's like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And, he, and he's like, well, you're giving, you're giving them shoes. And I'm like, it's Nike. You want it. I want to have shoes. Why wouldn't I give them shoes? And he's like, well, you're like kind of creating a, um, an extrinsic motivation. When if you just do great learning, that's going to be even better because it's going to be an intrinsic motivation. And I was like, yeah. Were you like, what does that mean? Well, no, yeah. I was I like, don't I don't speak means. the dark arts. What are you talking about? <laughs> and, and, and he's like, he's like, no, no, no. Okay. So when you, when you put like, you know, this carrot on a string and somebody goes to get it and then gets it, there's nothing left you know there's just more carrots to get and he's like if you actually set it up in a way where people are like 
starting to see the value of learning and then they work with each other on the learning and then they kind of uh, talk about the learning at the end, you know, you're going to set up a situation where people are really valuing just being there that that dopamine that they eat that they get yeah. from that will will actually reinforce the actual learning and not have to get more nikes and um oh i don't know if i can i say nikes i'm not sure anyway can you say what? nikes <laughs> yeah. um but uh why wouldn't you be able I to say I'll, I'll 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 say a shoe company from now on um okay <laughs> and uh Cats out of the bag. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and so I'm sure Nike is going to be listening. Yeah. Well, you know, yes. hey, it's, a, it's a good problem if they give you a cease and desist letter, right? That's um, true. Uh, I'll just beep yeah, that out. Jack. Exactly. Um, and so and so I was like, all right, I'll follow what you say, you know, <laughs> you know. And uh, here's the deal. I did. I did get my because the thing is, I wanted like that Oprah moment. For the people, I want you get shoes and you get shoes, <laughs> and uh, so I did. I actually did put it in. I I, I didn't, uh, but it was a different way. It was like because because they were uh, they were call center uh, athletes is what they were called. Um, they uh, they got shoes um, to, but they had to order them, and so they had to go through the process of ordering and what that experience was like and so it was a different way to get at it rather than like mm. the oprah i, I kind of got my oprah moment but it really it was the 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 learning associated with it that was the yeah. deal and and so after that which was amazing <clears throat> was because because i just followed what he had to say it was like that moment where i was like oh uh because the because when they did the design that I kind of came up with for that, um, people, first of all, they learned, they, they figured out initially what they thought about, you know, the entire process. They learned what they mm -hmm. needed to learn, but then they got to talk about it and then they got to kind of report out on it. And by having mm -hmm. that experience, it actually changed their community because no longer was it this, you need to learn this material perfectly. You need to memorize this material perfectly in order to be a good robot. You know, it was, mm -hmm. it created a culture where you, I want to know what you have to say and I want to know what you have to say. And, and so like in having that experience for me, what was really exciting um, was I realized, oh, this is how people, this is how people learn. And this is how people want to engage, you know? Yeah. And, um, and so that actually, so, so round about um, November, I started doing these things called PLCs, uh, professional learning communities, where I, so I was a little bit, I was like two months ahead of everybody's Zoom like learning <laughs> had you bought the I, fancy I zoom i hadn't yet i actually uh, i i i did uh i did buy it uh last month to kind of handle what was going on with the show I'm yeah doing. but but i but i didn't you know so i but i did learn like 
I'm going to craft this professional learning community in the same manner that uh, that I saw how people understood the material, you know, and so explain explain what for our mm-hmm. listeners what 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 is it and what was your um, I mean you you were beating you were at you were before the crisis but what what was your initial like I need to do this or I want to try to do this so where did that come from and what um what is well okay yeah so so it happened before the crisis and the reason and and I knew this was a good I, I I had already kind of piloted how to do this Oh yeah, didn't I yeah. do one with exactly, you? exactly, and I had already piloted it, and I and it was really successful. It was really great because, and the feedback was really amazing because people were able to communicate about what was talked about from their perspective. You know, yeah, that, that's what I really valued um, more than oh, I need to give you the information, you know, or whatever. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was just like this way that people not only could like spin off, like, you know, they could, they could get that information, but then they had that next area, next ability to go, well, this is what I think about that. And they, mm-hmm. and they're willing yeah. to like, you know, contradict it. They're, you know, there's, there's safety, yeah. And so, yeah. and so I knew that this was something that like people needed and I, I, and it was like magic for me. Cause I was like, Oh, you know, this is helpful to anybody who like kind of participates. And, um, and so, but I, and so I knew that there, I wanted to do it, but then it just wasn't working out with, with, my company and and whatever that we were and it was christmas you know you're just not doing stuff well then um you know new year's february and and i knew that i i still wanted to do this but but there was it just wasn't making sense so then when covid hit it was like uh you know march It it was it was the first week of march that i'm like I need, I, I, I was feeling that, you know, call and, and my, and my mm-hmm. partner at the time, you know, was like, yeah, you, you did. <laughs> like it was, it was <laughs> like, I, I kind of weirded it out, him out. Cause I was like, I need, I need to do, I need to get this going. I need to figure it out. And, uh, and, and so what I did, I was like, I knew that this format worked, uh, and I mm-hmm. and I said I need to get somebody that that knows about this because this will allow for people to you know to address and figure out and and we can actually connect with this with this material and and so I I had a um, uh, so a, there's a family friend that I grew up with actually I went to we we did a family vacation over when when we were in uh when i was like nine or seven or something like that over on the east coast and we we two families in a green um uh station wagon (laughs) well we didn't we flew there 
to the East Coast and then drove all the way up and down the East Coast. It, well, wow. we went from like, I don't know, it was like Boston to, to I want to say, I don't know, so somewhere. And, and <laughs> well, because my dad was so into the, the Civil War. Oh, yeah. Civil War. Yes. So he, so, and like, and so like that was, it was kind of like, you know, that per, that, that family is like permanently etched on me because me and the <laughs> other, what, uh, the girl that was kind of my age, we were in the, if you know, like Volvo station wagons or something, uh, we were in the back, the very back, you know how they had seats. The one that flips yeah, and faces, faces the, back. the back. However, yeah. it was summer and there was luggage all around us. So, they, <laughs> so, the, so the other parts of the family, they actually had air conditioning. But Katie and I would like take turns breathing from the hole. <laughs> <laughs> the youngest yes, drew the yes. short well, straw. We thought it was cool to be like, oh, we're in back. But yeah, it was. It, we would be <laughs> taking turns so breathing cool. the cold air, and um, and so yeah, the the that um, that guy, uh, that doctor actually, uh, Doctor Don Gerard, he was the, my first guest in this, and I and I was like, oh, hmm. you know, I'm gonna, because he was uh, the professor of medicine at OHSU, and and so I was like, oh, okay. okay, I need to talk to you. I, you know, hey, I know you're retired, but can you? talk to me about this stuff and he's like sure you know i mean i haven't seen you <laughs> since you're breathing from a hole you know and so were you using him like as a guinea pig or seeing if the this tool worked in different no i places? knew i knew the tool worked it, really what i what i what i needed because i my first two people were you know don gerard and then uh shay damitz who is my aunt who's a, a nurse and I, and i was just yeah. like it was really early because we we're getting information from china at the time and i was yeah. like yeah and we just need to talk about it. we need to figure out what's going on and and so i i you know i asked my mom for his information texted him and he's like, oh, yeah, do you want to do this tomorrow? <laughs> and, and I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> you know, tried to like, uh, you know, write a show real quick. And, and, and I did. And, and we did it. And it was really, it was really helpful to me, really helpful. Well, like one of the people that was on that call, <clears throat> you know, it was a Zoom call, um, was somebody who had just come back from uh, Argentina and went through all of the airports mm. and there was this like real yeah. true fear of you know what do i do i don't know and yeah. and it was really yeah. I, I think that's the value of that format where it's like it's not a webinar you know people don't have any sort of connection with anybody on a webinar and and the yeah. traditional media same thing and so so, you know, this person was able to kind of unmute herself and say, hey, you know, I did this. I've been I just came from, back from Argentina. What do I do? And she and and he was able okay. to go, 
you know, and give her the information that she needed. But, but it was like, you know, you, you're going to do what you, you need to do, which is, first of all, you, you're going to do what you're going to do, which is shelter in place. And you're going to take note on how you're feeling and you're going to be aware mm-hmm. of all the exposure to others that you're, you're doing. Yeah. And, and, you know, now is the time to just kind of clock yourself for the next two weeks to see what's going on. And, well, and what's really beautiful about that is, you know, even if his information is, you know, only slightly more mm-hmm. advanced than hers, he's a doctor, he has resources yeah. that we don't have to get at information and to be able to ask that question in that mm-hmm. open environment of other people listening, other people also being yep. able to give feedback. I mean, is is really i would i would say yes is really comforting yeah because like i mean i can imagine there the question is there until you would see a doctor right and then and then you yeah. you don't even have that option right now to see a doctor cuz that's dangerous well and you're also ter- yeah you're terrified yeah. of going to the yeah, doctor cuz you don't want to you don't want to stress the system out more and you don't want to expose yourself or other people. So then you're sitting in that fear and that anxiety. Yeah. And it, it ended up being very, very meaningful. And each of the shows way for me, just because it really puts them on, puts the people that are, that are there on a, a real pedestal. The, the format has shifted a little bit just because I think people are used to not contributing. I would love for there to be more, uh, mm-hmm. more interaction near the end or, or whatever. But, yeah. uh, and I, maybe if, if, if there's, there's a population, you know, that, that come to it, I haven't been regular with my, you know, oh, we're always at one o'clock on Wednesdays, you know, because it's always been based on the on the person that I have. But but it's been really yeah. it's been special to kind of really at least highlight, you know, these voices that never really get uh, highlighted, but really actually have a lot of authority yeah. and we can and we can listen to them. You know, it, it's our community, you know, which is great. Yeah. Yeah. so um so that's what you're doing right now you're doing these zoom meetings Mm -hmm. where you are trying to embody some of that um what did you call it the kieran's yeah yeah well i mean and i'm getting branded as uh brain-centric design and the um, and Kieran, he's been working with uh, I think it's called INCTL, which is the uh, something about cognitive learning mm-hmm. something. Um, but that's a that's a nonprofit that really works a lot with kids uh, and really fulfills his dream of connecting uh, that work and making sure that people begin to to function not in a behaviorist manner, which is kind of that reward punishment type of manner, but in a cognitive manner, which means uh, that that you're motivated intrinsically, you're using growth mindset, 
you're able to be adaptive in your um, expertise, those kinds mm. of concepts. So what have you found, you know, cause one of the things that I've been doing, you know, I did a little shift. I mean, the podcast is the same podcast. It's, <laughs> you know, like talking to very similar to what you're saying, talking to people that, Maybe some, maybe some people would find, but somehow for, you know, most people with the um, fire hose of information and Hollywood stars yes. or who to follow, they would not hear from these people. So shining yeah. a light on people that I find interesting. And the only shift has been, for me, has been like, I'm I'm pretty much interviewing the same kind of people, but I've shifted towards people that are either in that, um, you know, they're pastors, they're therapists, they're mm -hmm. social workers, and how maybe their businesses or client interactions or friend interactions have shifted and changed because of the pandemic that we're in. Yeah or what they're seeing, you know, both positive and negative, you know, through their interactions with people. And so I, yeah. I think I'm curious to know, um, you know, doing what you're doing right now, you know, holding that space in those Zoom meetings, have you noticed any shift from what maybe you were noticing when you were doing it with car knowledge that now is slightly different are you noticing anything with people that you think is the direct result from the pandemic or I guess I'm just curious what you're noticing and um just how what you think maybe those zoom meetings are doing for people mm. Or what maybe you've heard specifically, I don't know. Yeah, I think, well, the when when I uh, my third uh, conversation that I had uh, was with Lisa Hunnefeld, and she is um, a, a coach. She tries to ground people uh, back into the earth and really is, uh, you know, uh, was a, an amazing conversation. Um, and, but what, what her reservation and, and her, really her, her show is about, Hey, check in with yourself, you know, that yeah. check in with yourself and, and, but, uh, her reservation in, in doing it initially was like, um, I don't want to add to the noise. There's yeah. a lot of, there's a lot of noise out there. I don't want to have one more thing that adds to the noise. I want to be, I, I want to be valuable in my contribution. And, mm -hmm. and I, and in her saying that to me and, and talking to me about that, I was like, actually, that's why I really like this format right now is because regardless of, um, re regardless of, of the information you, you, you're able to interact with it. You're able to actually, yeah. uh, you know, see a face, see another face that's mm -hmm. on there and being able to, to have a conversation that is meaningful to you rather than, 
you know, just more information to get from the news and get freaked out, yeah. you know, or yeah. even on the other hand, like more information to kind of uh, be inspired by, just... you know, yeah. oh, COVID kindness hashtag, you know, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so I think what's really, what's, what was really important, kind of almost walking out on this for me was realizing that to do this, it is more noise, <laughs> yeah. you know, it is more noise to, to kind of do another show, another thing. Um, but to be aware of that and to go, okay, what mm-hmm. I'm going to bring out there, I need to, I want, I want to have it be something that isn't, that is in a format that people can interact with. And then also um, isn't just another, you should. Yeah, that, I mean, I hadn't, I hadn't heard anybody say what she said to you. Um, And that's, it's really powerful to think because that's been one of the things that, excuse me, that I've noticed is just without realizing I've been thinking about that. I mean, they, there's a lot of reasons why I've kept doing the podcast. Mm -hmm. One, I was doing it beforehand. Yeah. And I find, you know, a lot of solace in doing it and connecting with people on that level. And, you know, I find meaning from it, but at the same time, just feeling like going back to that image of the fire hose, I've just felt like I, and I don't even watch the news. Yeah. But just like the fire hose of information, even fun information. You know, now getting a text from people like Crystal and Molly and I have a text chat. And I love that. Sometimes I do too. And sometimes I'll be in a meeting and my phone will start blowing up and I'll be like, oh, shoot. <laughs> and then I'll get out of my meeting and, and they've done like 20 voice chats with each other and i'll be like i'm overwhelmed because i want to listen to everyone and i'm like but now everything i don't find that i find 20 you know voice chats a little overwhelming but i don't find that group overwhelming because i you know we're checking in with each other we're sending cute memes to each other but i found that even you know interactions because all of our interactions now, unless, you know, other than the people in our own homes, if we, if we have the luxury of that, um, are through technology, which is not my favorite avenue because I, and I, I'm, I'm decent at it because I can, because I, I feel connected to people pretty easily. And so I can forget that I'm on technology to some degree, mm-hmm. but I think my brain is still registering that we're on technology. My, my best is one-on-one with people or in groups and holding space in that way. Yeah. So I love that. She, I mean, I'm going to be thinking about that one for a while, just not adding to the noise, but at the same time, there's that piece too, where I'm sure, I'm guessing it's similar for you also to be able to curate a space Mm -hmm. that at least I know 
what I'm trying to create yeah. and I want, I mean, even though this is a podcast, yeah. you know, it's part of the other things that I do. I want to interact with people. Right. I want people to say, Hey, what did, you know, what did Jeff mean by that? Yeah, exactly. And so you, in the zoom call, you have that, but you're also saying, you know, people are more, maybe timid isn't the right word, but there is so much pressure to have zoom protocol, which is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> We all I mean, now know it. <laughs> you know, my our dogs are in the room. Our children are next to us trying to do their schoolwork or whatever. You know, the neighbors have decided to do a remodel. <laughs> you know, whatever is happening, real life is happening in a way that we are not used to. So that's ridiculous. Yeah. But I think people come into those meetings and also with their fear and anxiety, which makes some people more fearful to speak and some people all they can do is yes work. yes like total intrinsic or or uh what is it uh, the person who's uh uh x what is it when they're uh when they emote externally i don't oh, know but anyway let's call it a fire hose <laughs> <laughs> yes. and you're like hey, I want to try to get um here's some other voices <laughs> right <laughs> right you're like hey be quiet i'm gonna mute you <laughs> So your interview with her, how many people were on that? Um, actually, on that one, because it was a Wednesday at one. It, my, I know. I was it so was, disappointed it was, that I couldn't. It was my mom. <laughs> that was the only <laughs> one. That was the only person who was on there. And, and actually, she really appreciated it that, that my mom was there. And she was like, you know, she had an amazing conversation with my mom. But, um, but what was really... And I think this is this is the thing that, like, you know, the, the, uh, saying that, you know, I don't want to contribute to the noise. She was, she willingly went, you know, on the show, even if, though there's one person on. And, uh, and because she felt like, okay, this is a format that will work. I love Jeff. And this is, you know, this is yeah. something that I think will be okay like she was checking in with herself to making sure that was it and i think that's what was really important especially about what her show is about which is you know it you need to like in the moment check in with yourself and, absolutely and even though she loves me and she said yeah maybe you know she was checking in and saying this could not be the case you know, I don't mm -hmm. necessarily need to do this. And and I think that that was really, uh, first of all, an honor that she, you know, did it. But then secondly, that that, that was kind of the, the learning. And, and I think that that's what's happening right now for a lot of people is before, and you're talking with your about podcasts and other things like that, before podcasting and uh, and information and shows and whatever were about hmm, maybe marketing, maybe getting out there, getting mm. your word out there and everything. And it, it there's a thing that's happening that's kind of distilling where, where these professions are starting to go back into professions, which is like, um, you know, doctors are no, no longer worried about, uh, you know, making a buck, but it's, they're now mm -hmm. 
worried about healing the sick. You know, um, gov- yeah. governors are not worried about the next, you know, season. They're worried about governing their land, yeah. you know, and, and so there are these things. Yeah. And, and I think with you and I as, you know, ex-pastors or, you know, kind of continue, that was and is the role of us is to tell the truth. Yeah, and we, I mean, I can remember um, one of the conversations that we had and then what we tried to communicate with the community was, yes, we are pastors, you know, we've committed, we've taken a vow to kind of hold the community together. You know, it's basically the shit takers, (laughs) but the model... The model has been, you know, the speaker, the superstar, mm-hmm. and that's still a model that's out there. Sure. And and I've I've never appreciated it, but the original model, or if there ever was an original model, I mean, if Jesus was the original model, the the model was loving each other, caring for each other, you know, trying to meet the needs or find a way within the community to meet each other's needs, not just, you know, you meeting the need. I can remember doing, you know, I, I barely would call it what we did preaching, but mm-hmm. a talk of, you know, this is, this is what a pastor is. A pastor is somebody who we, you know, we as your pastors are the shit takers. We're trying to figure out how to pay the bills. Mm-hmm what what building we're going to have but you are also pastors yeah you are the ones to care for each other yeah and i think that freaks people out but i mean that is the model it's like we're only we're only called pastor because we're willing to go to court you know and help somebody get a restraining order or or do a funeral or a wedding or whatever or jump through the hoop but you are <laughs> yeah yeah exactly but you are you are you are the people that are supposed to be caring for yeah. each other and meeting each other's needs and that looks like now you know people are uncomfortable with this because you know if you want to use which i i don't think i've ever done on the show scripture mm-hmm. People want a king. Mm. And if you can have a king, then a king relieves you of your own personal responsibility to care for each other. Yeah. And, and what I've loved seeing, even though I'm not enjoying the, the situation we're in, you know, there's things that I'm, I'm happy about that my people are safe and we have food and shelter and all that. But it, it also, you know, shines a light on the inequities that have been there the entire mm. time. But, you know, the beautiful things that I'm seeing are people, you know, we did a, we have a group that I've mentioned on this that's not super active, but it's called the Borthwickets, Borthwickens, and it's our street is called Borthwick yeah. Street. And a couple of years ago, we started a group chat. Basically, you know, somebody loses their cat or they, they're not at home and a package is going to be delivered, you know, neighbors kind of looking out for each other. And we did a progressive dinner, you know, a while ago. And um, a couple of weeks ago, somebody said, let's do a dinner on our street and just stay six feet apart. 
And our neighbor across the street brought, he had gotten, you know, all of the stuff delivered for his office, which was like toilet paper and bleach, not bleach wipes, alcohol yeah. wipes. It's so amazing. And something else. And he put it in the middle of the street. And he was like, if you guys need any of this, take it. And we were almost out of bleach wipes. Nice. Because he's not in the office anymore. And then, then you know, because it's a street. People were driving down the street periodically, like to go to their houses or to make deliveries. And this beautiful thing started happening, which I've seen on, you know, yeah. Instagram yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. But he started, you know, because people had to go really slow because we pretty much had taken over the whole street. He just started going up to people's windows and saying, hey, do you need some toilet mm. paper? Do you need some, you know, wet wipes or whatever? And you know, just those are the beautiful yeah. things like people offering food, like I saw on the um, Buy Nothing Facebook group that I'm a part of. Somebody was getting a CSA, you know, one of those vegetable bo boxes from a family member had sent oh, it wow. to them. They weren't going to be home. And they said, who wants my box oh, of wow. food? You know, just all these, the taking care of each other which should not be ordained yeah well and like it's so it's scary right now because we're like we're we our nature when when something like this happens is we want to take care of each other and and yeah. then there you know there's the shelter in place so we're like we're stifled um yeah you have to invent creative ways to exactly take care of exactly other. and you don't want it to be trite you don't want it to be oh well yeah and, but yeah it, it's we need to find those ways and that, that's beautiful and like one of the ways that i i absolutely love is you know seven o'clock uh we go outside and yell <laughs> for the for you yeah. know in regards <laughs> to the uh celebrating the healthcare workers and and that yeah. to me is such a uh, powerful and to hear it i just love it I, yeah. I i love that i mean it's a small thing but it really does uh make my heart happy yeah it's like a it's almost like it could be a lightning rod inside yourself it's like oh okay i'm doing something yes it's yeah. super small but also I can hear other people doing something. We're connected in yeah. some way. It's very small the way we're connected, but maybe that gives you energy to not, you know, beat yourself up for the next hour about what you're not creating right. or what you're not achieving or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And, and I think that that's really uh, the thing is we need with, with what is about with the idea of people of, of, not making more noise i think we need to make the noise it's it's no longer about marketing anymore we need to make the noise that we need to make and that and that we're either designed to make or that we can make you know and and that's it's, you know what's interesting jeff about that which i hadn't thought about until you said that is the people that are still trying mm. to market it's so gross. Like there's, <laughs> we were, you know, we were watching Hulu and every, not every advertisement, but a lot of advertisements, like 
Apple has this advertisement where I literally want to mm. punch the screen. It's like showing all these people staying at home, but it's basically leading you to believe that Apple has yeah. created this beautiful way for us to connect. Like it's got, oh, I don't, it, there's, and then there's a car yeah. commercial that's like now all about, we've got you, we're offering a deal on this BMW that you can have. And I'm like, gross. <laughs> Just yeah, gross. Yeah. I mean, you can tell, you can tell the things that are like, but also, like, I've noticed that, like, every, like, COVID commercial right now is so the same. Like, you're like, in these uncertain times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we yes. want you to stay in yes. place. But about... after that, please buy our stuff. <laughs> yes. Because as a corporation, we're suffering. And I want to go, yeah, I don't think so. Maybe as a small business person who, guess what, can't afford a commercial right now. <laughs> Yeah, I um, I think you're right. And that that's something I'm going to think about, too, because I hadn't thought about that necessarily. You know, the black and white of, you know, people just trying to do the best they can for themselves and for the community that's around them. And possibly, you know, like Anna that I had on here a little while ago. You know, she's like, you know, I'm, I'm trying to not tax, tax mm. my community any more than it's yeah. already taxed. So I'm trying to offer yeah. free things and, you know, and if people want to pay me, awesome. I've got a Patreon that I can do or whatever, but just the mindfulness around that is really beautiful. And, um, you know, and at the same time those people that are doing that are also suffering. Their yeah. businesses are suffering. Yeah. So it's well, just yeah. tricky. And, like, I mean, it's, it's really the, the, what I, I got to have a conversation with uh, Jim, Jim Hilliard uh, on Wednesday and, and he is a, a nurse uh, anesthetist. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> And that's just, and that's I think so. I think that's how you say it. Uh, and and uh, um, and a professor as well. And and he was. It was really interesting because I I had a graphic that I you know put up that you know talked about um, what people are doing to to create vaccines, medication, you know, for that. And there there's three concepts. There's you know one they're using. Uh, some of the already made stuff like, you know, that they're learning from HIV and other things. Um, the other one is like through antibodies, like stuff, you know, I know Tom Hanks had uh, blood, you know, donated and stuff. And then, and then the third one was creating a vaccine and, and it showed a timeline with all of this and, and, and the end result of the vaccine was at uh, September of 2021. And, and you, and what's funny is on, uh, I, I was, I was editing it. It's not done yet, but I, 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 I oh, looked dear. at my face because <laughs> I, I was like, I, I was, uh, you know, I, I knew what I, I even came up with the graphic, but, but I knew what was going on. I was like, what do you think about this? And he's like, yep, that's pretty much right. And I was like, 
and you could see my face go, oh, that's not fun. So, yeah. I mean, and, and granted, that doesn't mean that we're going to be sheltering in place until then, but it also yeah. means that we're going to be riding this wave. And, and, uh, and so yeah. I think that that's really, it's really important to, um, to have things like what your uh, neighborhood, neighborhood has, you yeah. know, especially uh, and, you know, continuing to be safe, because if if if, you know, you don't have that distance, you're going to uh, really it's going to it's going to spark up again. And so I, I, it's just, yeah, it, it's so like, again, my face was like the telltale of like, holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I keep having. Um, one of my best friends, Vion, is mm. Dutch and in Holland. And I've <clears throat> we try to do a conversation every other week. And unfortunately for us, we spend half of it talking about the pandemic. And and I, it's fine, you know, <laughs> we're it's interesting, but I, halfway through, I'm usually like, is that does she really want to talk about this with me? And do I really want? But you know that's what our that's what our lives are like now. But it's interesting to have to get a fresh, yeah, European perspective every every two weeks. And sometimes the things she says to me because Holland is, yeah, you know, you live there. Holland is doing so mm. much more work. You know, it seems like, or at least I'm getting firsthand knowledge, but also she's hearing about it so if if there's work going on here in the same way i'm not hearing about it yeah. like she's hearing about it pretty easily and she said something uh in our conversation the other day and i was like oh dear god you know like not even about death but just like yeah they think and i don't know where she got this information so like you're saying, you know, we could be in this till September. Most of us, at least in the Northwest, I think already are mm -hmm. aware of that. You know, we, I mean, we may get out of our houses, but the possibility yeah. of it returning and all that. Anyway, yeah. we're two novices. We don't know what we're talking about. But she said the Dutch government is or the research that's just come out in Holland is mm. saying three years yeah. of dealing with this. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah. And, okay. and that, and what that does, I mean, first of all, it, first of all, it's really impactful to, to consider, Oh my gosh, yeah. this is, ah, this is going to shift. This is going to change. And then, and then like what, what it does to me is go, okay, I have to figure this out. <laughs> you know and yeah because because you know being unemployed isn't isn't going to work yeah. for me and my family you know for long yeah for, and, yeah for me too well it's like i don't know if you feel this but it's like holding hope and despair mm -hmm. at the same time and the despair is you know what are we doing holding the potential of you know, loss of life and yeah. people that you love and loss of employment and lack of, loss of connection, all of those things, 
are, mm. are in the despair. And then the hope that I'm holding at the same time, which sometimes is, you know, if it's on a scale is very low on the scale and it, it changes minute by minute, day by day. But the hope is our planet being restored, our systems of racism being destroyed you know all of these things that i'm mm. holding hope for the possibility of the systems that have crushed so many people for yeah. so long in this country somehow being dismantled without war you know that i'm holding that hope and i'm also realizing that you know that might not happen because of the way systems work to oppress yeah. people so just i don't want things to return to normal because normal normal was mm. for you and me you know normal is for mm. white people not normal is not for people that have been marginalized and you know, not given the same resources and job opportunities and land ownership. Yeah. And, you know, that's normal is for us. It's not for them. And I don't want normal because normal yeah. is suffering. Yeah. Well, and, but I also don't want three years. Well, and, and, and you know, this. I mean, just think about it. this is only, this is only month two. Uh, we're going on to May, about to be May. And um, it is really interesting how quickly this shifted everything. And yeah, but it's interesting too, Jeff. Like it's month two for us, and some people haven't even been sheltering a month uh, and they're losing well, their yeah. shit. I mean, but also that's like, I mean, uh, I mean, there that that was one of the things that I highlighted in this last show was there there is controversy but behind the idea of sheltering in place and and it's but it really I mean to me it's so wild like week two we had to I had to pivot I had to figure out yeah okay this is this is you know, before we, before even shelter in place happened, you know, it was like, this is something we need to address now. Um, and yeah. And so it, it's, it's really, it, it is, it, there's it, it's such uncertain times. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. So I want, I, I want to be mindful of our, yeah. my time with you. And um, so what I want to ask you is, you know, what do you do? Because you're in an apartment with mm -hmm. your daughter doing school and Crystal working from home and you working from home. What are you doing to find joy, self-care? Do you have a spiritual practice? What do you, how are you, you know, not only surviving this, but <laughs> thriving this oh yes <laughs> i think uh, um i think we're 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 doing the best we can i um i my there there are two two spiritual practices that i think are are important that i'm that i've kind of 
adopted. Um, the first one is just, I mean, I don't know if it is a spiritual practice, but it's, it's that idea of, uh-oh, did well, yeah, it is if you uh, call it that. It's the idea of just checking in, <laughs> kind of like what what um, what uh, Lisa did, but it's a little bit more deeper. Just like this is the next thing. Like I, I'm just like, all right, gotta what? What's the next thing? Whatever the next thing is, and and just like listening to that, um, and that that's what I'm. It, because what was funny was my um, my show. I had like maybe seven shows under my belt. And, uh, and, and I didn't have any more guests lined up and I was like, cool, mm. <laughs> that was good. That was done, <laughs> you know, and just, just thinking, okay, that, that's, that was my season, you know, whatever it was and, and being okay with yeah. that. Like it was a lot of, it was good work. It was right work. You know, you want it to be like, oh, perpetual, something I can, you know, monetize and whatever. But but the but, but yeah. I was okay with the next uh, that next thing, and um, <laughs> and um, and so my daughter came into the room. Um, yeah, uh, she's ready. But I but I I had to be okay. I was okay with that, and then and then other people came, which was great. Um, but but I was like. Okay, yeah. that's the, the this is this is the the next snapshot, whatever the next snapshot is, um, and then the second the second one was something that I got from. I forget. I oh, it was a call a calm app. <laughs> you do what you can do, right? Mm. Um, and but actually, yeah. it, it was I it was the free you know one session or whatever, and yeah. the woman said that she does a thing called. Uh, 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 a like gratefulness countdown or something like that, and what it, what what she does is like say you know hmm. uh, ten and then say the one one thing that she's grateful for and then you know goes down to one and it's actually a really hard thing to do, um, and but I sometimes do it like in bef- like when I wake up, um, and and it actually makes hmm. me go back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's but yeah, what good. i found is is uh doing things like that um have been really helpful um mm. also another thing that one one other thing that uh that i know uh neuroscientifically shifts things um from getting burned out to having a different helper mentality um and it's the it, mm. i don't know if you've heard of it it's called meta uh, meditation it's loving kindness meditation so it's like yeah so you, love, what, what you do is you just favorites. you know say you picture somebody who you really you know it's easy to care for and you and you say you know yeah maybe well maybe excellent or something i don't know and yes and, may you live and, in peace uh, and what that actually does is it kind of sets you up um when and and yeah, the, the science the science tests you know the, they had these people come on and 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 do that before you know they saw something terrible <laughs> you know a, a, a youtube mm. like on something terrible and what it did the the people were poised 
to feel to 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 care for the the people that you know were you know some something happened to them or whatever and they're po- they're poised mm. to want to care for them wow. rather than feel overwhelmed with oh my gosh i can't believe that happened to them <laughs> well, well i don't think it was, it was like you know i think it's <laughs> probably pretty terrible but um but yeah so i've been oh. trying to do those things and um and i know that uh, yeah and i so yeah with the with the meta one i have i've actually shifted it to like you know excellent like that like is bill and ted <laughs> mm. you know just kind of make yeah, up with your awesome. own concept i like that yeah so do you jeff do you have anything that you want to plug i'm gonna you know i'm gonna put all of the information to your zoom and um oh, to the yeah. different people that you've mentioned in the yeah. show notes or i'll get that from you but is there anything yeah, actually um, you want so uh on the 29th on friday the 29th of may um uh farm to table comedy is doing its first uh online uh comedy show <laughs> yeah, so uh Ooh, so some yay. of the alumni from from farm to table are going to do that and actually we're gonna because we don't need to um charge for a, a venue we're uh we're actually I'm going to try to um, have people, um, uh, I think, uh, raise money for a uh, uh, um, a food bank over in Vancouver or something. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah. Is Mary, Mary is maybe on it? Mary Topher, uh, Jake, yes. uh, I think uh, Joe Campbell. So yeah, we're 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 writing our stuff right now. Yeah. That's and, so cool. And what's going to be fun? I mean, what we're going to try to do is uh it'll it'll be zoom but it won't be webinar it'll be it'll be live and uh and we're gonna ask that people unmute themselves unless they're like dealing with you know something crazy um and so that they can laugh yeah and so other people can hear laughs yeah oh that's great yeah that's great and and (laughs) heckle a little bit (laughs) (laughs) so is there so you've got the mm-hmm. farm to table yep. coming up May 29th. Is there, I know <laughs> I you're looking for a job. What is, uh, what? Well, right what now, I, I mean, exactly? again, I'm very, uh, um, I, I'm very well trained as a trainer, you know, uh, a, a director of training or something like that. And so that, that's what I'm yeah. looking for from uh, various organizations. And but right now, I mean, I don't think there's a lot of uh, hires um, but I, yeah, put, yeah, putting it out there. But we're putting it know, out there. Who knows? Somebody, somebody could let listen. Me know. That'd be amazing. Yeah, I am so grateful that you are willing, were willing, and are willing to do this. Um, I think it's hysterical that we are not <laughs> right. even a mile away from each other. <laughs> we had to do this on uh, not face to face. Thank you. But thank you so much, Jeff. Okay. And I want a picture of the bunny. I want to, if, if Betty Lou doesn't mind, I want a picture <laughs> okay, of okay. all the stuffed animals. And if you can find, if Crystal can find yes. a picture of you stroking <laughs> the chicken. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'll be. Uh, that would be great. It would be, it'd be Conrad, probably, because I, I, I had a fluffy chicken. No, that was Ross. Yeah, it was a what? 
a wild Roscoe, a white the fluffy, fluffy chicken. chicken. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, thank you, my friend. I really appreciate it. And um, okay, thank I'll you. Let you, you know have when a great this is going to come out. Okay, bye. You too. Bye bye. Wow, wasn't that a great interview? I feel so honored and privileged that Jeff was willing to give me his time and, you know, his energy because there is a lot going on right now. And I'm really grateful to every guest that I've had that has willingly taken their time, especially in this weird place that we're in now as a global community because I know that the people that are giving me their time are also stressed and have a lot more that they're juggling. So I just want to acknowledge that I'm very grateful to every person that has spent time with me to, you know, to put something out in the world that is helpful and beneficial with the hope that who knows, maybe something that we say, something that we talk about on here will help somebody else. That's what it's about. I also want to remind everybody that this is interactive and I would love to hear from you. If there's something that stood out to you, if there's something that you are confused about or wanting to know more about, please reach out to me. And if it's a question directed at me or another guest that I've had, I will put you in contact with them because that's the other thing. Every guest that I've had on here has been more than happy to take this further, to take this into further conversation with you. So remember who you are as you go out into the world or stay at home or sit in your backyard or on your balcony in this crazy time that we're in. Remember who you are. And put this in your back pocket. You are worth knowing. You are worth loving. You are worth being in this world. Also, every follow, every like, every review is good for me. So if you could do that, I would love that. Thank you.